Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hear that podcast growling, mean and angry. Hear that couple shouting, it's Stanger and Jay. It's Stanger and Jay. All right, welcome to the latest edition of Hear That Podcast Ground. This is The Walkout. Paulie Jr. and Jay Morrison of The Athletic are here with you. Uh, late into, well, it's Friday morning, Jay. As we record this, sure is. Uh, late into the evening, early morning, uh, as the Bengals beat the Dolphins 27-15 to on Thursday night football. Um, a wild night at the stadium with an atmosphere that was insane from the from the opening kickoff on. The, the, the white field, the white-clad crowd was loud and disruptive. The white helmets and... All that stuff was it was a good look, and it was a really just as raucous of atmosphere as you could find. But it's really hard to sit here and talk about football and break down the importance of this game after when you have to see a scene like you saw with Tua Tungavailoa tonight because it's just it's so jarring, it's so f- scary, and it, and it really. It, it was clearly a moment where everything felt a little different after that, you know. For for a long time after that, if you're the Dolphins, um, I was in the Dolphins locker room in their post game press conference, and they said it, they never got over it. I asked Mike McDaniel when they shook off the emotions and got back, and they they, they never did. They, he didn't blame it for the for the loss, but they, it, that you see that and it sticks with you. And I thought it was notable that the. You felt the energy come out of the crowd too. Yeah. There, a lot of times when you see a star player on the other team go down, nobody's cheering, but there's this murmur like, "Oh, here's an opportunity for us." And it was dead quiet. And really, even once they took him off and play resumed, it just didn't have that same fervor that it did before the two energy and it, injury. And it did get back to that later in the fourth quarter when they had to got to have it stops and that, but. I think it shook a lot of people. Yeah, it really did. And that, including the Bengals players yeah. talked about how it's it's hard not to stand there and or be on a knee there and not be thinking about yourself and about this game you play and about the big picture of all of this and 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 how, you know, this game that you're playing, how trivial it can really feel in those moments and I, and, and so I want to I wanted us to start and and address that because it, to me, that's really the thing that is the takeaway from tonight is that moment. But we do have let's let's peel it back and talk from a Bengals perspective yeah. here, because from a in a football sense, um, this is just a huge win. This is a huge win in a big stage and on a night that they weren't particularly awesome at everything. Uh, their offense is still. A bit uh, clunky. Yeah, it has no run game, and 
But the difference was they were able to find the explosives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Miami was daring them. They were they were playing man, and Joe Burrow loves that, and he was able to find enough spots, you know, to to hit T. Higgins, to hit Tyler Boyd, and to hit Jamar Chase each on one. They each had one, and it really, in many ways, was the difference in this game. Yeah, and the the, the one the second half ones to Chase. And to Boyd came after Xavier and Howard went out. Everyone's going to talk about the Tua injury and him leaving. That was almost as big losing their Pro Bowl cornerback. And in the Higgins touchdown, he beat Xavier and Howard. Xavier and Howard was questionable coming into this game. Um, that the, I I think even though the, the long pass to Boyd wasn't a good throw by Joe Burrow, he, it should have been a touchdown. And, and Boyd had to kind of flatten out to catch it. He, they got the explosives, and they did take advantage. But uh, something about Burrow, he just didn't look his typical self tonight. He wasn't as sharp as you're used to seeing. And it's not like he was getting beat up like we've seen in some games. I, maybe it was a short week. Who knows what it was. But I, I guess anytime you can win a game by double digits and your quarterback doesn't look like himself, that, that's something to build on going forward. You know why, Jay? Because our defense is freaking good. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know how many times. People have to be so sick of hearing me talk like this. Mm-hmm. Or us talk. This is why they are good. This is why they have a chance. This is why they can get back. If they can get the, the clunkiness out of the offense and the stars can play like stars and you can get more performances like the line gave you tonight, which, like you said, one sack, three quarterback hits. Yeah. You'll take that all season long. You know, it, if if you can have all that stuff when you when you have a defense that can play at a level like this, then you are going to win a ton of games. And this team is a legit contender in the AFC. It's on the offense to eventually get there. The offense, though, is the side with the new pieces, and there's still there's obviously some stuff getting figured out there. Defense. I talked to Jesse Bates after the game, and he said the communication that that they have going on right now uh, in in the secondary is on an elite level. It felt like the communication in the playoffs. Mm. It felt just like that. They have a Waddle, Hill, like even, you know, with when Tua was in and then even with Bridgewater, and they have so many weapons, McDaniel dialing up all this stuff, and it took a lot of communication. There's a lot of stuff to try to confuse the defense out Mm. there, and they were able to, again, do what they do. Maybe they give up some yards, but they get the big stop when they need it. And they did it near the goal line after the long ball, a 64-yarder to Tyreek Hill. Yes. A huge stop. That was the key play. Yeah, it was key. And that's becoming – it's their personality. Lou Anarumo told us, look, don't come around me talking about yards. I don't want to talk about yards. I want to talk about points. And this is a team that over the last 11 quarters has only given up one touchdown with seven turnovers. The end. Mm. That's how you win. That's how they're winning right now while the offense is figuring it out. That so the Dolphins go in at halftime, they regroup from the, the bridge or from the uh, Tua injury, come out, Bengals defense pitches back to back three and outs, and it looks like it might be another one, and Bridgewater hits that sixty-four yarder and, and it gets to the Dolphins. Dolphins are down two at the time. They get they're at first and goal. And they've got a chance to to really go ahead either way. 
but the, the defense stands up, holds him to a field goal. I thought that was the key moment in the game because if they score a touchdown there, they, I think they kind of they get that sense of okay, everything's going to be okay. Teddy's going to take care of things. Yes, we're worried about Tua, and the the Bengals held him to a field goal there. It was a one point lead, and that was it. That the the the, the, the Bengals just took over after that. Defense and offense. Von Bell, two interceptions. Um, it is. It's this defense is carrying this team right now. It's it's been a long time um, since this team. It was the Kansas City game when they clinched the division last year. So this team has scored thirty or more points. Yeah, and, and you're scoring in the twenties, and, and that seems like plenty with this defense. It has been. Um, and you know, and, and there's going to be an asterisk that everyone's going to continue to point out. We'll now call this four straight weeks of backup quarterbacks. Yeah, you know, I'll continue to say no offense to Mitch Trubisky on that one, <laughs> but uh, you know, you have that out there of oh, okay, well, you're still not seeing. But when two was in there, they you know they did you know two had had some moments and they did move the ball a little bit, but. They were still ahead. They were still holding them down. They were still making plays. This is, you know, everyone's been praising this Dolphins offense, rightfully so, for the lab about what they've done the last three weeks. And and even with Tua in there, you know, they were holding them in check. And you know, between the turnovers uh, and and their ability to 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 bow up and force field goals, it's it's just such a weapon. And the other side of it is the complementary nature is they they do you know. They, they have been finishing. You know, the offense came out in the fourth quarter and three straight scoring drives. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a moment here, though, that I thought that Zach Taylor, a couple of moments, and a lot of people are going to talk about some of the calls and, and decisions in this game. But there was one that they're, they're down by a point, 15 to 14, and they are at the inch line and twice trying to shove it in and can't get it in there. And on fourth and an inch, the the actual win probability is a is a plus seven and a half percent. Go for it there, mm-hmm. even though you're down one, and taking the points would give you the lead. Um, in the big picture of the game, you can't pass up an opportunity or the probability of converting from the inch line uh, to to punch it in. They know those numbers. Yeah, they absolutely know those numbers. They chose to kick the field goal. And that was a sense of. When you're put onto it, you can you can make all the speeches you want. You can sit in front of all the microphones and press conferences you want and tell me about you're comfortable with this and comfortable with that. It comes time to make a decision. Who do you trust? Okay? And that was a decision to trust their defense. They don't trust their offense mm-hmm. to get it done right now. And certainly not the run game in that spot. They trust their defense. And so they sacrificed the win probability believing that their defense is going to win them this game. And they did. Three and out. Yeah. After that, they they absolutely responded and did that. And I wonder too. I I tweeted this. I don't know if it went through because this is when Alta Fiber was out again. <laughs> but another rush showing for Alta Fiber. Yes. Does if Tua is still in the game, does Zach go for it there, or do you say, okay, they've got Teddy in there? Not no disrespect to Teddy, but it's backup quarterback. They weren't playing that well. Just get the lead and trust the defense. If two is in there and it's that explosive Miami offense, does he go for the touchdown there? And that not just that, the other fourth and one at the other end of the field where this week Zach even said it was a terrible decision by him to that, that play call when they did the toss sweep to Jamar Chase in New York and it failed. They run wide again. And it wasn't Jamar this time. They did toss sweep to Joe Mixon, but it failed again. It's I just don't I don't understand 
running wide on fourth and one, fourth and inches, whatever it might be, it, it, it that that's one where they could have benefited from the field goal. And as the other one, maybe they go the other way and they should have gone for it. But it's he he's been getting hammered for the play calling and, and nothing that we saw tonight is going to slow any of that down. All right, let's take a second and switch gears here and hear from a sponsor. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Well, Jay, they shouldn't they shouldn't throw toss pitches uh, in those situations. They also can't run it up the middle. Uh, they tried that a couple of times. They ran right into Leo Collins back at the one inch line, and they got stuffed another time. I mean, they got stuffed a bunch down there. Yeah. They got stuffed running in the middle. They tried the pitch, and that didn't work down on the other end. There's, you know, it, it's really that's really the crux of the issue right now. If you're looking at, okay, what unlocks this team into contender status? It's the fact that Joe Mixon can't do Jack right now. I mean, they, this is another game. We are, we are far beyond small sample size at this point. We are Quarter in, of the season. We are in four games into this season and Joe Mixon has been able to do nothing. He goes 24 for 61 tonight. That's two and a half per lug and a long of seven came into the game average of 2.8. And, and that was part of the, that was early in the, in the game. I mean, they couldn't get a, they didn't have a run longer than four, you know I mean? There was, and, and there, it felt like there were some lanes there and there were a couple plays where like he might get out and couldn't. Yeah. I, I don't, you know, I don't know. I, 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 it's hard for me to sit here and say definitively, this is on Mixon. This is on the line. This is on whatever. This is, you know, I asked Zach Taylor specifically. He said, you, you ran a lot tonight for very little. Why did you keep doing it? And his point was one that he has used in games before. Is that he felt like, you know, the dam will break. This was something we heard in games that they won in this style last year. And it did in a lot of games last yeah. year. Vegas. Uh, Denver games where they felt like that would eventually right now it's not that the dam will break it's that they have a damn problem mm. they have a problem with this running game and they've got to figure out what it is because it's it's what's holding them back it's keeping them you know, there were some moments seemed like they were getting more efficient early down runs early and then it was just then they just couldn't get anything and they were continually running into brick walls and putting themselves behind the sticks and bad down the distances and you know I, I don't know what it is but you know it was they they weren't you know shying away from it a lot of touches for Mixon tonight 
They kept involving me. Twenty eight touches. Mm-hmm. He caught it four times too. So I, it's it's something they're going to have to go back to the drawing board on at this point. And I don't know what the answer is. Even even the first touchdown they scored, that run was stuffed. The only reason they got in is they did the bush push. Yes. With every single, I think it was all. I think they had six. I think Adenogy was in on that play too. They had yeah. six offensive linemen shoving him from behind to get him in the end zone. I mean, I, I guess they should feel fortunate to be two and two at this point, even though they are so close to being four and zero. But it goes back to what you said. They've, they've had a small degree of difficulty. They've been facing these backup quarterbacks. They've got to get it figured out because as good as Joe Burrow is, as good as this offense is, if you, if you are one dimensional, this league will chew you up. And I don't know what the answer is. Like you said, is it mixing? Is it the offensive line? Really doesn't matter. Whatever it is, they have to figure it out and get it fixed. I mean, at a certain point, we've only seen the running game really look good for at one point this year, and it was when Samaj P. Ryan came in against the Jets. Yeah. So I, you know, it, it, they didn't even try that tonight. One carry for no yards for for P. Ryan. I, I don't know that he's the answer necessarily, but uh, it might be one worth a bet. We talked about the leash this week. Mm-hmm. How long is the leash? How many games do you go until all of a sudden Samaj P. Ryan shows up on the third drive? see what he, what it looks like when he takes a few carries. Um, you wonder if that's what will happen when they go to Baltimore because, you know, Lamar Jackson on the other side, you're yeah. going to need more. You're, you're going to need more. And, you know, if that's the one thing they've got to get fixed, uh, you're okay with it because when you consider – we called this a defining five-day five day stretch a few days ago, and they came out of it. And now they're back to two and two mm-hmm. and, and all is a, a bit well. They can go into Baltimore. They can start their real, you know, part of their season and, and see where they go. But it, this was a, a big two games for them to get back on the right track and not let what happened the, the first two weeks totally derail them. Yeah. And it easily could have. And I, I mean that's not the that's not the place you want to go to get right if you're Joe Mixon. I mean Baltimore's when you talk you talk about Lamar, but Baltimore's defense is legit too. Um, it'll be interesting to see how they go, what kind of game plan they take into that. Whether they're going to keep trying to pound Joe Mixon and basically beating their head against the wall. The the, the P Ryan thing is a good point because we saw him step out of their comfort zone last week and try something just to get a spark by taking the ball and going first. Why not? put P Ryan in. I, I don't know if they're worried about how Mixon will take that. If they don't have faith in P I, that, that doesn't make sense that they wouldn't have faith in P Ryan, but try it. What's it going to hurt? You're, it can't be worse. And, and maybe it gives you the spark that you need. It's just, it's baffling because I don't, I don't think it's Joe Mixon has lost a step, but whatever's going on, they've got to figure it out. Yeah, who knows? Um, but the bottom line is, uh, they in a, in a night where I had a lot of different storylines going on. The, the end line is is Bengals win in a in a special night for the city, man. A special night for the stadium. This was a cool atmosphere. I gotta, yeah. you got it. You got to credit the Bengals. You know, creative team, front office, whatever for all the stuff between the whole white tiger concept and you know the pom poms and everybody dressed in white. It had a real, 
you like that college feel, you know, a mm. big college game feel to it, which is what you want to create. I mean, you want to yeah. create nights that feel like it was special to be there and because it was different for whatever reason. And this night felt different. They made it feel special to be in the building for people. And uh, kudos to them and, and to the folks that showed up because it was a cool atmosphere. It, it was it was a cool atmosphere for uh you know, the country to see and for the city to put on for itself and uh, uh, a fun, a fun, fun night here outside of, you know, the one kind of big dark cloud that, that hangs over it with the Tua injury. Which is lessening because it is good news that he's he's being discharged from the hospital and, and he's flying back with the team. And that's that's the best possible situation you, your outcome you could hope for there. So I think everyone should be thankful for that. But you're right. It was. It was it was uncomfortable to watch, no doubt. But uh, you know, it's not going to be uncomfortable to watch me with my feet up in the recliner on Sunday. Okay, <laughs> enjoying a long weekend away. The team uh, will take a weekend away. We'll have more uh, chatting with Zach Taylor on Friday, um, and then they'll be back more on a regular schedule as they get prepared for Sunday night football in Baltimore. Yes. Uh, so Jay and I get to go sample the crab cakes uh, and then have more middle-of-the-night dispatches to you guys on the walkout except uh, on the road. So from Paycor Stadium where uh, the Bengals moved to 2-2 two and two on the year with a 27-15 victory against the Miami Dolphins, we're going to head on out of here. We will talk to you later. Have a good one, everybody. Everybody.